with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right. I just said, I'm going to put on my new vintage. That's an oxymoron. New vintage. A lot of people would call you an oxymoron. (laughs) Well, they call me a moron. (laughs) I don't know what the oxy part would mean. A clean, clean, (laughs) a clean moron. Oh, get it? Like oxy clean. Oh, yeah. There's there are kids out there have no idea what you said. Oh, I got to tell you my thrifty nickel story. Uh, So hey, welcome. It's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform, or at uh, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. I've been your host for almost 30 years, riding shotgun. No, 20. I did Country Line for 25. I know, but you didn't do the radio show the whole time. Pretty close. No. So I was seventeen. The anal retentive guy over here to my right, twenty-one years, would be Cody Ryan, the one doing it for twenty-one years alongside you. Your sidekick, your favorite. None of that has changed, (laughs) Uh, except for the brains and looks of the operation have moved this direction. (laughs) Uh, Beef steak is the uh, feller that usually gets here. Uh, Well, what does he do? Um, he delivers gun safes to your house. He does deliver gun safes. He, uh, empty ones, empty ones. Yes. By the way. With broken shelves. Oh, yes. Scratches. scratches. (laughs) (laughs) Scratched up broken shelves, uh, safe delivery company. Uh, (laughs) three star reviews (laughs) across the board. Three star reviews. Uh, If you want to hire... Beefsteak. He's got a name for it and everything. He's got an old company. I know. There. He really like the thing about it is think about that's like beef his is dream he job. is brilliant. I mean, he is a brilliant guy. Probably one of, one of, if not the smartest guy I've ever met. And he uh, and he does the uh, he'll take your manual safe lock systems off and put in the uh, digital timer. He's in the, the top ten gun safe guys that I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely top 10. I mean, I really, he's the only one I know, but definitely in the top 10. (laughs) 
And so Beef's not here, but uh, his his family's in town. He's like, so if you're married, if you're married, or if you've ever had a girlfriend, and you know what this is, uh, when somebody's coming over, especially family, and the female goes into this weird mode where it's like, Curry, you get this done over there. Wait, no. Oh, don't you dare take your shoes off in this house. Pretend Wait. like nobody lives here. <laughs> Make it look like no one lives here. You you touched the ice? You touched the ice before they got here. Defrost it all. Making <laughs> new ice. Go to the store. Anyway, Weird. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old pot belly stove is fired up, pours water over the coffee grinds from last week, and uh, that is critical that we have coffee. And uh, and we're not saying Beefsteak's wife is like that, because we don't know. No, I, I was saying that because family, he's got family coming from out of town, and he's in massive preparation mode. But he doesn't do, he doesn't just like you know, have to go to the store and get Triscuits and cheese. He has to, like, replace the carpet upstairs. Well, he also has, like... And then put in nine tons of rock. Well, he also has, like, 15 family members staying at his house. Who would do that in the first place? Not, not me. I, Sorry, but you're not all staying in my house hey come on over we'll sit on the front porch no one allowed inside <laughs> it's, that is not free I don't know ice how to water take that i don't know how to take that because you should be like you live out in the country it's like that's the way country is like just everybody come over and just stay at our house not 15 people stay for a week a week they're staying at his house for a week. So Mrs. Graney a week is going to Colorado. Fifteen people in your house for a week. You don't like three people in your house for more than two hours. I don't hours. like being in here with you for over. <laughs> Tell no, me about uh, it. Why are we even here? <laughs> no, uh, Mrs. Graney is going. She, uh, her, and all her little posse of friends bought a trip to Colorado to stay in a condo, and she's going to be gone a week. And I said, Hallelujah. Well, no, I'm thinking I'm sleeping horizontal in the bed (laughs) vertically. Uh, No, but uh, I was thinking about it. And I I told her, I said, there's no way you can be gone a week. How can you do that? And it's not because of me. It's because she's going to be like, well, I just want to go home. Where's my grandkids? (laughs) You know, this is fun and everything. But But the cool thing is, and uh, Road Rash, she won't be. you'll appreciate this. So her birthday is September 27th, and she'll be in Colorado in this cool condo with all, with all her friends. But her birthday is on a Tuesday night while they're out of town. And guess who? And she's two hours from Red Rocks. You know what Red Rocks is? It's probably the coolest, most famous amphitheater. It's built into the mountain. It is like it's in Denver. It is like it it is a landmark for any musician who's ever played. It is where you have to go. And so on her birthday on Tuesday, while she's out of town with her little posse of friends, Leonard Skinner's playing at Red Rocks, and they're supposed to be going to Red Rocks to see Leonard Skinner on her birthday. So do you know who Leonard Skinner is? course okay well i don't know i like you know you're like the frogman uh 
What? Tater tot band. Or, I don't know what <laughs> young people listen to. <laughs> Frogman tater tot. That's actually <laughs> and next band. up, <laughs> number one band. That is a terrible example. It's like you, Frogman tater tot. So we asked. <laughs> we are, <laughs> Frogman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was terrible, too. Uh, what was the... Uh, I was talking to somebody. wasn't you. It wasn't you, Road Rash. It was somebody the other day. I don't think it was you, but we were asking this young person if they knew what a green sheet and a thrifty nickel was. You know what they are, right? I, no, now you lost me. You don't know what a thrifty nickel is? No idea. Do you know what a green sheet is? Uh a sheet that is green okay no there are these little community <laughs> newspapers like this one. Oh, it's weird and they used to be where i mean i don't go anywhere if i see one i pick it up because i want to find out what's for sale locally and i guess us old people sell stuff in there <laughs> <laughs> who puts an ad in a thrifty nickel people do i'm telling you People do. And so. did you have you bought anything? It used to be really cool before, like it was, Craigslist. It was or, Craigslist. It was it was like looking at Craigslist, but it was a printed version, and it's just a newspaper in small town. Ta- or it used to be in every and town. It was in Austin. Yeah. Austin had a killer thrifty nickel. Yeah, because a lot of people, a lot of stuff. And the the real one in Austin was the green sheet. That was the killer one, but but technology overtook them, and they weren't. It, you don't. It's Craigslist, not Green Sheet. It's you know, yeah, Facebook Marketplace, not should have been thriftynickel.org. It's something instead of Craigslist. They should have been on it. They should have been on it. Sad, sad thing. But it's the exact same thing. But you don't you don't get pictures. So you know what I mean. No, but there's cool stuff in here. I mean, it's like. Uh, 11 foot by 14 foot office for rent alarm system tile floor texas avenue and you only get so many sorrel words. quarter horse horse filly 13 months old not registered have coggins halter broke not broke to ride 1991 mazda mx5 miata <laughs> <laughs> there's good stuff in here hey man hey Bunnies, bunnies, fluffy lion head, flashy orange with white markings on face, some blue eyed, also solid colors, sixty to eighty five dollars a piece. I'm telling you, hey there, man, there's gold in this thing. Here's a passenger seat for an eighty five Pontiac. They only want sixty five dollars. That's a steal, man. That's a space nugget. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> God, you're the worst at quotes. Anyway, folks, welcome to the Outdoor Zone. Uh, pretty oh. much gone off the rails early here. Didn't take long. No. Uh, Didn't take long at all. You know, we're, we we uh, hadn't been together in the bunkhouse. Not officially. In a long time. Mm-mm. I mean, it's been over a month. I was gone for a couple weeks. Then we had one where uh, everyone was gone. And... Before that, I had. <laughs> before that, I think I'd woke up, w- woken up, waking up, woken up late. Yeah, you're woke. I'm woke. I didn't want. That's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I woke up late, and uh, it's ended like up, my granddaughter goes, "You waked up, waked up, you waked up." Yeah, I know. 
Like, yeah. You got a two-year-old that's kind of like, do you correct them? No, you don't. You just let them roll, Sometimes it's kind of cute. Give them some more ice cream. I waked up. Yeah, you waked up. That's past tense, and that's (laughs) And now Daddy was waked up, (laughs) and Mommy's fixing to be waked up. (laughs) Yep. No, it's... That's worth everything. Uh, hey, McBride's Guns, family-owned and operated. They're the sponsor for this segment of the show. McBride's Guns, they're... I uh, need to take a gun by there. <clears throat> you do? Yeah, the old Benjamin 177 pump. I don't know if they can work on that or not. Why couldn't they? They're I, a gunsmith. So I had, when I was a kid, uh, my father bought me a 177 pump, and he brought my bought my brother a 22 pump. Yeah, and I have the Benjamin one, Benjamin pump, pellet guns, pellet guns, and, uh, and yesterday Cody found the one seventy seven, and now it's not at my house anymore. No, it's still at your house. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm. I was hoping you would take it by me. I'm passing it down uh, to the next generation. But I was uh, anyway. McBride's guns. They do. Yes. They have a gunsmith on site. And they can help you with anything. Um, I know Beef's used them. Um, I've used them for uh, triggers and stuff. They, you need if you have a problem with your firearm, go over there and have them look at it. They can help you with that. They have youth model shotguns and and rifles, used stuff, new stuff. They have everything you need because they're McBride's guns. They've been in the same place for years. The corner of Thirtieth and Lamar. You can call them four seven two thirty five thirty two or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's guns. Well, they're our Austin, Texas hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. ICAST, the biggest fishing show in the world, uh, just concluded. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, we've got your news of the weird, all your favorite segments up left, left, left. Man, I hadn't done this in a while. Just give me a, give me a segment or two. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. It's T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You are the regulators. They mount up and ride with us every week, and we want to tell you we appreciate you for that. Share us with your friends on any of the uh, podcast platforms. Just uh, log in the Outdoor Zone. And you can catch all the past shows. Hey, make some memories and save some bucks this summer with summertime savings on the back-to-back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year 2021 Ram during the Make This Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Doesn't matter what kind of Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection. And we're ready for your summer vacation. Truckloads of new Rams are here with more on the way. So if you want a new Ram, we've got it. Grab your keys to summer and head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So ICAST happened this past week. It's the international uh, show for fishing 
uh, retailers, basically, that show off new products. Um, All the new baits and rods and... Boats and tackle. I saw and, some stuff on there that... Yeah, so, your... but but before we get into that, I, I thought it was interesting what was released there, takemefishing.org, uh, uh, a big uh, website and, yep. and push to get people outside and fishing. Uh-huh. Um, introduced a uh, report for 2021 that I thought was just very interesting. I very have interesting. not seen that, and that, shame on me. 55 million Americans went fishing in 2020. That is a huge corona blast off in that. Well, I just think, I think in general, uh, 55 Americans, you know, I've said this before that there, you can take baseball, you can take, there is nothing like fishing, being that everyone is connected to fishing somehow. Everyone in the United States is connected to fishing somehow. And it doesn't mean that you are a fisherman, fisherwoman. You've got an uncle, you've got a buddy, you know somebody that fishes, that is an angler. Everyone, that's not the same for like baseball. Not everybody knows a baseball player. Or soccer. Or soccer or any of that stuff. So I believe, and if elected your president in 2024, I will, I don't know where that came from. Free rods. No, it'll be that we will change America's pastime to fishing will be America's pastime. I think that's great. I've never seen a fisherman take a knee. So let's do that. Oh, that's good. All right. New and returning anglers, 5 million. Well, unless they're peeing off the back of the boat, then sometimes they knee all down if it's windy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five million new and returning anglers. I don't quite understand that. Maybe five, five so million that's new. The, that's the retention. and No, the, that's the, on top of 50 million anglers normally and 55 new and returning or coming back to in 2020. Five million returning, you mean? So that would, so that it's the, it's R3 is the program. It's the over, so it's, Recruit, retain, and revitalize or re- bring in people who used to fish back into fishing. Yeah. So new and returning, $5 million. <clears throat> That's That's a big a new and returning. So brand new to fishing and returning. Well, we talked about how, you know, you couldn't find rods and reels. You a lot of that had to do with supply and, and demand as well. So yeah. demand was up. And there was a lot was of down. reasons because, you know, People they weren't able to manufacture it, and people certain, were buying it. Yes. So both of those things was the supply ultimate storm demand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was just out of whack. <laughs> yeah. So, but people were going fishing because they were just they finally got to where it's like I can't sit in this house anymore. I got to do something. Well, yeah. Let's try fishing. It's the safest pastime. That's why I was about to lose it for closing all the state parks and boat ramps around the country during the covids i was and funny because golf courses were open yeah where you get in a little buggy and drive around with your buddies yeah remember we were like when we had to do the show remote and we did it remote from the golf course at one point yeah and watched over the thing and guys were going out golfing 
4.4 million first-time participants in fishing in 2020. Uh, that's up from 3.1 million the year prior. That's pretty big. So Even, a 1.3 million, 1.2, million. That's really. Jump. I'm shocked that there's that many new anglers. Even the year before in 2019. Why? It's the America's pastime. I know, but I just didn't. Would never. It's uh, like the number one sport in the world. <laughs> I don't understand why that's weird. So, anyway, okay. some interesting numbers coming from uh, TakeMeFishing.org. If you want to learn more about that, you can take a look on there. But uh, just ju- it's good. It's a positive thing. Obviously, yeah. fishing is on an upward trend. Everything is fishing. You know, I'm kind of absorbed in it being that a tournament angler that travels the country and we go to these lakes that are uh, typically, you know, fishing towns. And so everybody around there knows something about fishing or what you're there for or, you know, and they have something uh, to sell you. So, well, they got something to tell you, tell you, sell you, know? you or feed you. And, uh, and so they're, you know, they, they know the lingo, they know the talk, you know, so I'm absorbed in that community, but to see it expand outside of that is, and continue to grow outside of that is encouraging and exciting. So I cast the, uh, well, inter- interesting though. I know I want to I want to stay on iCast because I know they got some of the baits that it's only the biggest show in the country in the world, especially Uh, with fishing being talking about that. So I was talking to the Chamber of Commerce in my new little town, talking to one of the gals over there, and uh, and she said that they are going to build a fishing pier behind the VFW Mm -hmm. out into the Colorado River. I was part of a that in the city fi- of Austin. I know. And yours went janky with the city or whatever, and then they ended up putting that whole walking trail. Like, they couldn't get a fishing pier put in and tried for five years, and then overnight they put in this walking trail all around the whole lake made out of titanium or something, and they won't let you fish off of it. They won't? I heard they wouldn't. I mean, there's got to be some place where they were. Should we should just tell everybody that's listening that's a fisher person? Like we all make like, like one day we August go out there. 3rd, yeah, it's like fish National Fishing Day on La- Ladybird Lake. They'll probably and we could make up t-shirts. And then you just but you'd have people like spandex bikers getting hooked and runners and you'd have, it'd be a mess they'd be like we can't go on the bridge because it's dangerous there's 47 fishermen out there this is crazy and they're insurrection ki- of the bridge killing worms <laughs> okay moving on the, the fish can't breathe i cast the number one fishing show in the world uh new stuff revealed there that's where all the newest products come out that's where all the biggest items come out so this is not open to the public. For those who don't have any idea what ICAST is, this is not open to the public. This is basically what ICAST is, is for retailers to meet up with manufacturers and see their new products and make orders for the coming year. So, hey, here's our new product. Okay, I 
X and X retailer wants to buy 10,000 of those. All right. Here, fill out this order form. So it's amazing to me. There's a few elements to this. It's amazing to me how many thousands of products are brought to ICAST each year and how there's only a handful that ever make it out of ICAST and into a retailer where you can buy it. Well, and thousands, I, you know, and you see some of that stuff. I mean, a guy invents like a, a bobber or something like that, and he and in his mind, it's in his mind, it's innovative, and he spent he buys a booth there, and he you know makes up ten thousand of these bobbers, and he goes there, and it doesn't go over. Got it. I mean, yeah. But I did notice. That snag-proof returns with re-engineered Bobby's Perfect Fat Frogs. Yeah, that's been around for a long time. That's not anything big deal. The number one iCast product this year, the Berkeley Gilly from Mike Iconelli designed this Gilly. It's a, about a size of your palm, uh, and it's a perch. Plastic oh, that, perch. Yeah, that's one that looks swims. like it swims. Yeah. I've, those been on TV for years. <laughs> Whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, or game around the world, archery country is the place to get all your gear. If you're a recreational shooter or interested in archery, there's only one bow shop in Central Texas to get the gear that knows the bows. That's archery country. One of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop. That's archery country. Go see our friends. They got all the newest Matthews, Hoyts. All that and more, austinarcherycountry.com, 8121 Research Boulevard, austinarcherycountry.com. All right, when we come back on the flip side, we'll do news of the weird and whatever else comes up. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You are the regulators riding with us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to T.J., Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we're hanging out with you, the regulators. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sun Automotive, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Well, we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 13 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620, com for all the details, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So you remember uh, 
<clears throat> and it's been five years. I can't believe it's been five years. But uh, there was a little boy playing on the shore of one of the lakes in Disney and Disney World in Florida. Now that yeah, Disney World would be Florida. And uh, yeah, it was like twenty eight years ago that they that created. I did that. You no. talking about me? <laughs> no, there was five years ago. There was oh. a two-year-old boy, and he was killed by an alligator. Oh, he came up out of the water and snagged the little kid, and yeah, uh, says I got this uh, reminder. This news release this week: wildlife officials have removed 250 alligators from Disney properties in the five years since the two-year-old boy was killed by an alligator at the Grand Florida Resort and Spa. A newspaper reported the company has worked with trappers, contracted them through Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to remove the gators, according to the Orlando Sentinel. Most of the nuisance gators taken from Disney properties are euthanized and sold for their hide and meat. Tammy Sapp, spokesman for the Wildlife Agency, told the newspaper some are also transferred to alligator farms, animal exhibits, and zoos, she said. Less, those less than four feet are relocated. Trappers receive $30 for every captured gator, plus proceeds from any leather and meat sold, the newspaper reported. After Lane Thomas Graves was killed in June 2016, Disney installed a wall and put up reptile warning signs along the waterways. Throughout its resource, Disney guests said that they're glad the resort is proactively removing gators from its properties. A biology expert agreed, adding that the removals should have a minimal impact on the Florida gator population. Hmm. Interesting. See, uh, and they're, and it's a they're, lot of alligators. And they're still, you know, they've got 1.3 million alligators in Florida. And you you still, if you go to the Florida resorts, there's still pe- you can still see pictures. People take pictures of the gators and the, I mean, how do you, you how do they know there's 1.3 million alligators? It's all is it's just it's pretty much a technical math thing, you know. It's like there's four times one one two point two carry the one divided by yeah, and so squared, and <laughs> anyway. I don't know how they come up with those numbers. You know what I mean? Well, there's so many pieces there's, of water. There's so many bodies of water in it Florida. depends e- on... Every pond I've ever been to in Florida has had an alligator. It depends on your motivation. So, now, say you're a bass fisherman. You catch a three-pound bass. You hold it up. You push it forward in the camera. At all, bada-boom, bada-ping, it's four and a half pounds. <laughs> you, you see... I don't know how to take that. <laughs> it's all in what you're trying to do you see somebody driving by they're trying to sell you a piece of real estate it's commercial they need you know hey there's a million people drive by here every day you could count the three people walking there that times 10 which is a normal day 100 cars normally 18 people per car they're not trying to sell the number of alligators (laughs) no i'm just saying everything's got it's all math it's all math son if you would have studied your algebra you'd have this figured out my worst subject in school yeah i don't know i mean they're that's why we pay those people the big bucks so they count alligators tell us how many are there you think any of these numbers that we ever hear about or see are just like 
the guy's like, gosh, I was supposed to do that <laughs> by Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what See, was it last year? What did we guess last year, Tim? One, one point one seven. All right. COVID. Oh, we and... got COVID and nobody, the trappers didn't seem to trap that much this year. 1.27 is the new number. <laughs> 1.27 alligators. So, uh, you think that happens? Oh, I, you come on. You think there's slackers, slackers <laughs> in the biology, <laughs> biology? No, no. World. If you're a biologist, if you work for Texas Parks and Wildlife, we're not talking about you. We are you think there's any procrastinators you. in that agency, in any of those agencies, <laughs> in any government agency yeah. at all? <laughs> well, I, I'll I'm tell pretty you sure that. the whole agency is a procrastination. But I mean, like, yeah, I guess to procrastinate, <laughs> procrastinate in the in a government agency, that would be like really That's bad. That's an oxymoron. In that would itself. be like really bad. Like, dude. Like, you even had a three-month extension <laughs> because we're the government, and that's how it works. You have a natural three-month extension, and you still didn't get it done. <laughs> and you put in for an overage <laughs> on your budget of $3 million. It's like any road builder out there. And we only gave you 3.4. Yeah, like, like double over your budget. <sighs> Jeez. Hilarious. All right, listen. So now, this is the last time we're going to give you $9 million, and that is <laughs> it. And you finish counting these alligators, and you only have nine more months to do it, okay? So I know on the fishing reports that Parks and Wildlife, so Kendall. Sorry, we apologize. We're proponents of the outdoors and biologists, and we just want to make that statement clear that we support you, and I just want to know if there's there's that guy's guy's already changed the channel he's never (laughs) gonna hear your apology there's bad apples in every industry right i mean we hear that just wondering if there's bad counters and (laughs) bad counters in in the biology sector of uh like, I, like I mean, something who thinks that should, about that though i guess i like know, somebody, you know, somebody who questions that like that's what i'm saying like yeah, are there animals guys? on the endangered species list <laughs> just two that guys, they just the dude just didn't count he was just, just like two guys and they're like <laughs> they got like some cabin out there they're drinking beers like well i don't feel like let's just make something up you know i don't know nobody hunts golden cheek warblers anyway what's it matter if they get i saw 11 they're endangered all right pass me a coors (laughs) you think it's two dudes in a cabin drinking beer yeah that sounds like a movie that i do not want to watch oh that movie's already been played out uh No, but I was thinking. Yikes. So Kendall, it, I, I'm I'm not sure it was him, but I, I, I for, forgive me, brother, if I used your name and I shouldn't have. But I remember that Texas Parks and Wildlife on their fishing reports, mm-hmm. you know, that he used to call every week yeah. guides, and he'd get. A, I like, did that oh, for Country Line Magazine. Or did you? Yes, I mostly copied uh, whoever wrote them for the other papers, but. Yeah, I used to call guides all the time. And and you'd get a report and you would assume it was accurate. Yeah. You know, like but I'll tell you, so when I was a kid, 
I went to Catholic school, and part of it was one day a week you'd have to go to confession because, you know, I mean. You, oh, here we go. So you couldn't. But I would go in there, and I would like, oh, I don't. Oh, okay, I, uh, I hit my sister three times. I, uh, I lied to my mom once. I, uh, and I would just make up numbers. So I pretty much understand exactly what's going on here <laughs> in this whole thing. So you will never be a biologist, obviously. And, uh, yeah. Basically. Still trying to work my way into heaven here somehow. <laughs> well, I better work on my counting. That's not good. Not good at where all. Did, where did that whole thing go? Well, I was giving statistical reports on Sure, raw bar and grill. Alligators. <laughs> no. Sure, raw bar and grill. Uh... Man, there is no. I was watching their Facebook page this week. Yeah, and they are probably the most innovative restaurant I've ever and paid attention to. It, it, absolutely incredible the dishes that they uh, brand new dishes every week. Um, all their stuff is brought in. Um, weekly, it's hand-picked fresh fish, oysters, no no oyster selection like at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Um, they have live music, almost different, uh, a different band every night, and they have jazz and blues, and it's just an, they have a song uh, writer's night. Uh, our Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder are killing it at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, and if you haven't been there, just, it's a an exceptional place located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com, Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go get you some. Game Warden Field Notes up next. Plus, I've got a uh, CWD emergency rule update information that I've gotten. Uh, we'll talk more about <clears throat> that, plus a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor zone, wherever this is going. It is live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Solve of your Honda Envy and fall in love with the new Honda during the Honda Dream Garage event. See your Central Texas Honda dealers. First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, and Honda San Marcos. Online at centraltexashondadealers.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. I'm going to catch a five-pound bass. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. And don't wait for one day to get more with... GMC Nile Maxwell GMC with more vehicles and more professional grade savings at Nile Maxwell GMC. That's when you get thousands off MSRP on every new GMC in stock. So don't wait until the last minute to get the best deals on hundreds of professional grade GMCs. Come in and get the savings right now. Nile Maxwell GMC exit 256 in Round Rock or online NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. We are 
professional grade. So now it's time for our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. Cargo was being inspected at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport by Customs and Border Protection Agricultural Specialists and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Inspectors when they came across packages containing what they claimed to be steel nippers. The package didn't have the expected weight and was opened for inspection. Inside the box was numerous bags of vegetable seeds and dried shrimp. A package contained impomia aquatica seeds, water spinach, which is harmful aquatic, which is a harmful aquatic species in Texas. A second package claimed to be shirts wrapped inside the clothing was a bag that also contained impomia aquatic seeds. It is illegal to import or possess seeds in Texas. The cases were referred to a Tarrant County game warden and the packages were seized as evidence. The individuals who imported the products were issued citations. The cases are pending. So I was thinking about how much stuff is um, brought into this country in those giant cargo containers you see just ships full of cargo containers and yeah, stuff what coming across the what border. They yeah. and, uh, there's How do you even catch everything like that that's coming in? You don't. You don't. And then I was we thinking. We can't even stop the humans coming across the border. Right. Much Good less. Good point. A little something hidden in a steel Seed locked packet. box in the middle of. Yeah thousands of them stacked up on the sea wall so which brought me to thinking about this uh, city officials in burnsville minnesota recently tweeted out a warning against dumping pet fish in the wild after a large number of goldfish were found in one of the city waterways it was the largest uh it was the largest example of a large pet fish found in lakes or rivers across the country during a water quality survey of Keller Lake earlier this month, Associated Press reported that 10 goldfish were discovered. On Monday, an additional 18 were found, and some of which were 18 inches long and weighed up to 4 pounds. So. And, and there's others. Like there's, uh, there was a report last year from Fox News. Some guy caught an almost 4-pound goldfish. And I've, I know from having put little feeder goldfish that were ten cents a piece in my pond, yeah, that turned out to be twelve inches long and weigh two and a half pounds, <laughs> yeah. And you could catch them on fishing rod. Uh, those boogers, they're they, something else. They grow up. They grow up. It's all grown up. Yeah, but, they're beautiful, but people dump exotics boas in the. And uh, Everglades, Everglades, and yeah, and they turn out to be in South mass Texas. catastrophes. Yeah, it's horrendous. Uh, after 
the recent discovery of CWD, chronic wasting disease, in six deer breeding facilities in Texas. An emergency rule was implemented on June 22nd by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department Department to restrict movement of deer from breeding facilities where CWD was previously detected. Existing rules already prevented the movement of deer from sites directly linked to CWD-positive facilities, but the agency said further measures were necessary due to the immediate danger to the state's entire whitetail and mule deer herd, as well as other cervids. So, this is really, I mean, this crashes a number of breeding facilities across the state of Texas. Your thoughts? So, well... It's basically saying you can't do business. You're out of business. Right. Well, I mean, it's part of the uh, chances that you take if you're a deer breeder that... Is it like playing with, uh, like, a dispensary? Like, it's not quite legal, but it's legal. But deer breeding, because they say the whitetail are the state's property... But if you're breeding them, they're your property, right? So where that, is that? You, are you, you really want to just open up that whole conversation of? I'm trying to get a real conversation going here for a change <laughs> for the show. Okay. Well, so my thoughts are one is if you're a deer breeder, good for you. Um, I know a whole bunch of deer breeders who have just quit. Um, and I know some other ones that are fantastic. They don't have any problems with the state. They take care of their business. They get right through it. They just do the deal. But CWD, you're hearing a lot of false claims on the reality. The, the, the brutal thing about that was, and I don't know how they handle it now. Same way. The brutal thing was they were going into facilities and killing 100 deer, 200 deer. Because they, that's they had the to only cut way their to... head open to check their brain matter to right. find out if they had it. Right. And right. that to me was messed up. Yeah. I don't think that part's changed. Well, I know they have some different testing now. But I think it's still all it's legal, a business it? it's a business with some pitfalls. Yeah. I mean you can't just you know, you buy stock and it goes down. It just goes down. You gotta. If yeah, you're in the you buy, beer breeding business, have, I mean, there was a. There if you was have a, a product that you're trying to sell, and all of a sudden the government comes in and says, and you've been selling it for years and years and years without any issues, and then the government says, no, you can't sell that. Well, that's because you've got something going. That's because they found that disease in your pens. That's the way I'm reading it. If they have found that you have that you have that in your facility, you're not allowed to sell. If it was previously detected. Right. Like that's not like five years ago. It could be. If it had ever been detected in your facility, like you got a deer that had CWD, you killed it, now you've cleaned up your whole entire operation that nothing has CWD. Well, you're still on that list that's like being punished for a crime you did 25 years ago well there's plenty of that that happens (laughs) 
I don't I don't know. I don't I, know. It's a it, whole messy arena that I think is I got mixed feelings on it. Well, if you own a p- piece of dirt and you're uh and you don't know about farmranchstore.com, you should. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. You were working on your gates yesterday. Yes. I have a preferred gate. I love my gate. Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all the trusted names in the industry. You want to go where you can get the right gear? Landowners go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the job done. All right, coming up next, a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in the world. We'll claim it because we can. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live it's in the Monkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 